Even though you're converted, your soul is living in the flesh, which still produces ungodly thinking, ungodly appetites, and ungodly actions. And that's why Dr. Tony Evans insists ongoing discipline and cleansing is so vital. The cleansing occurs through the exercise and training in the gym for our move toward godliness. This is The Alternative with Dr. Tony Evans, author, speaker, senior pastor of Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship in Dallas, Texas, and president of The Urban Alternative. Occasional workouts can provide some health benefits, but consistent exercise is necessary to achieve and maintain physical well-being. Today, Dr. Evans points out that spiritual fitness, like physical fitness, is attained with regular exercise. Let's join him as he explains. 1 Timothy 3.16, the mystery of godliness, that is, this transfer that has occurred from the Old Testament to the New Testament. A mystery is something that was hidden in the old that has now been exposed or revealed in the new. And this mystery is the person of Jesus Christ, Christ in you, the hope of glory. This mystery is that in the Old Testament, God was with them. In the Gospels, Jesus was among them. But you and I now have Jesus in us. And the goal of this mystery, the goal of this reality is the production of godliness in the life of God's children. That the whole point of this salvation experience is to make us godly men and women. We've defined godliness as a lifestyle consistent with the character of God. Godlessness is a lifestyle inconsistent with the character of God. Godliness does not mean perfection, but godliness does mean consistency. That it becomes normative for us to pursue godliness, to be godly, and to recognize when we are not godly. That's God's goal. The question on the floor is, how do I get there? How do I arrive at this place of godliness where it's not a theory or a theology, but a reality? How do I arrive at this goal of godliness? In 1 Timothy chapter 4, our major passage, of course, is 1 Timothy 6, verse 3. If anyone advocates a different doctrine, and does not agree with sound words, those of our Lord Jesus Christ, and with the doctrine conforming to godliness. Doctrine means a teaching. There is a godliness teaching that God wants you to have. Today I want to do the teaching on how do you get there? How do you become godly? We know he wants us to be godly, we know there's a mystery, Christ in you. We explain that mystery using the illustration of a washing board and a washing machine. Before washing machines were created, there was a washing board and you put your human effort forth to get your clothes clean. With the advent of the washing machine, you no longer had to produce clean clothes your own. All you had to do is deliver it to a power called the washing machine. Whether the washing board or the washing machine both had the same goal to make clothes clean, but they now had a different power. The power with the washing board was your human effort. You had to scrub. 
The power with the washing machine is a motor built in to produce the cleanliness that your human effort was trying to produce with the washing board. What God is saying now is that I have given you, built into you a washing machine so you no longer have to try to produce godliness by your own washing board. That is not by human effort, which he makes the law of Moses, but by supernatural enablement, the washing machine, the power source. In chapter four, Paul says in verse six, of 1 Timothy, in pointing out these things to the brethren. So, Timothy, as you pointed out to the church at Ephesus, Tony Evans, as you pointed out to the church at Oak Cliff, in pointing out these things to the brethren, you will be a good servant of Christ Jesus. Constantly nourished on the words of the faith and of sound doctrine which you have been following. But have nothing to do with worldly fables, fit only for old women, On the other hand, discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness. For bodily discipline is only of little profit, but godliness is profitable for all things, since it holds the promise for this present life and also for the life to come. He says, if you want to be godly, you must discipline yourself for it. Discipline yourself for godliness. The Greek word for discipline is the word we get our English word gymnasium from. It's the same word. The word for discipline is our word gymnasium. And you go to a gym to work out. You go to a gym to get in shape. You don't go to a gym to create muscles. You go to a gym to build the muscles you already have. So the gym is designed to develop your physical attributes that you already possess. Even though you're converted, your soul is living in the flesh, which still produces ungodly thinking, ungodly appetites and ungodly actions requiring a cleansing that needs to occur. The cleansing occurs through the exercise and training in the gym that God has provided for our move toward godliness. God says a magnificent statement. If you read it too fast, you'll miss it. It's a blow your mind kind of statement in verse 4 of chapter 4, 1 Timothy, for everything. Somebody say everything. Now, everything means nothing is excluded. For everything created by God is good. And nothing is to be rejected if received with gratitude, for it is sanctified by means of the word and of prayer. Everything good in your life comes from God. No exceptions. If it is beneficial, therefore, that's what good means. That means it's derived from God. It is to be received with gratitude. Now watch this. While simultaneously being sanctified. He just gave you 
your workout regimen that you must discipline yourself for in order to become godly. Everything good comes from God for which he is to be thanked and that thing is to be sanctified. He just gave you the workout routine along with the weights and the treadmill. You and I, if we're going to become godly, must learn to practice Jesus' presence. Let me say that again. We must learn to practice Jesus' presence. Now, wait, wait a minute. Everything good comes from God. No matter how small it is, no matter how large it is, it is derived from heaven. And it is to be received, you ought to reject anything that's good, it is to be received with thanksgiving. In other words, God must be brought to bear on everything good in your life. Anything that happens that's a beneficial thing, God is to be brought to bear and you are to, watch this, set it apart. That's what sanctifies means, sanctify means. You are to set it apart with the word of God in prayer. If God is brought to bear on everything good in your life and you make it special, that's what sanctified means, you set it apart, you make it special, with the word of God and prayer, you are now in the gym of godliness. Let's take food. Mostly everybody here, every time you eat, you bless your meal. You probably bless your meal and you don't think about it because you're saying the same thing every week. Lord, thank you for the food I'm about to receive. Nourish to our bodies in Jesus' name, amen. We call it the blessing. What we are saying is, I recognize this is a provision for you. I want you to use this provision in me for my physical well-being and for my nutritional support so that I have the fuel to function. So you set it apart. You sanctify it and you bring that meal underneath God. The problem is we do that with food but not with everything else. So we're not working out all the good. We're working out just the meals we eat. What he is saying is I want you to bless the Lord God or what I'm calling practice Jesus' presence by bringing him to bear, the, the biblical word for practicing God's presence through Jesus Christ is the word uh, abide. That word abide, Jesus says, if you abide in me, my word abide in you, then ask anything in my name and I will do it. It means bringing Jesus to bear on everything. Acts chapter 3 verses 12 and 13 says godliness comes from Jesus. Jesus is the dispenser of godliness and Jesus is in you. Dr. Evans will continue with a personal illustration when he continues our message in just a moment. But first, I encourage you to check out Tony's special study package offer for January. It starts with all eight lessons from the Jesus Challenge, focusing on how to develop stronger faith, healthier priorities, unshakable faith, and more. You'll get instant access to digital downloads of each message, followed up with eight full-length CDs. Dr. Evans' Living as an Overcomer book his in-depth workbook for use during your personal study time, plus a special Bible study DVD packed with exclusive teaching segments from Tony. 
And if you contact us in the next couple of days, we'll add an extra bonus, the four-part message collection you've been hearing a portion of today called In Pursuit of Godliness, available via downloadable MP3s. Visit us at TonyEvans.org or call our Resource Center at 1-800-800-3222. Team members are standing by around the clock to help with your request. That's 1-800-800-3222. Well, Dr. Evans is back now with more of today's lesson. I was sick as a dog. I stayed in bed, you know, missing out on family fun, family food, family fellowship, because I was sick as a dog with the flu. And I wanted to get better, desired to get better, and went to Walgreens to help me get better. But no matter how hard I tried, I was not being healed from what was wrong. And I said, Doc, can I talk to you? I said, I need some help. I am desperate because I'm feeling bad, been feeling bad for two weeks. This is not getting better. He said, describe to me what's going on. I told him what's going on told him what I've been doing and he told me that ain't gonna work (laughs) because your situation is much deeper than what you've been going to to fix it and then he said I'm gonna call it in and I want you to go to the pharmacy and get what I called in for you to be healed of what's been bothering you that you were not able to fix. And so I went to the 24-hour Walgreen and I said, I think you have a prescription here for me. I called on the doctor who could understand what I was going through, who knew the cause and the cure. He picked up the phone. He called the pharmacy. He told the pharmacist, what to get off the shelf that had been manufactured by the manufacturer in order to give to me to reverse what was going on inside of me so that I would be healed. I had a manufacturer, I had a doctor, and I had a pharmacist. If you know Jesus Christ, he is the great physician, but he's connected to the manufacturer, God who knows what you need, The pharmacist of the Holy Spirit is to deliver what Jesus has prescribed from the manufacturer called God in order to deal with the mucus of ungodliness in our lives. He says, if you abide in me and my word abide in you, then you will experience what I have to offer. But you can't get the benefit of my pharmacy if you're still hanging out with fables or worldly myths I want you to begin me to begin us to begin practicing Jesus's presence as part of our lives well how by bringing him in on everything that is good because that's what it says everything good comes from God and it becomes sanctified now you say well what's that got to do with my ungodliness everything because you know when you're lifting weights you begin to get swole. When your soul is starting to lift up Jesus, if I be lifted up, your soul begins to get swole. So what happens when you get swole? Old stuff don't fit. So when you, when you, when you start getting swole, 
Old stuff don't fit. Why? Because you're breaking out of your clothes. You're breaking out of your jacket. Why? Because muscles are now taking over. If you swell your soul through increasing your relationship with Jesus Christ, with a regular workout routine by bringing him to bear on everything good in your life. Because guess what? Guess what that means? That means you're going to be praying all day. Because anything good, you're going to be talking to God about. Or anything you need, you're going to be bringing Jesus in on. Jesus will not be just there for meals or just there for Sunday. And when you bring beside it the biblical truth or biblical principle, that's why it says sanctify with the word of God in prayer. When you bring those two together, with Jesus Christ, and you're doing it all day long, that means you're working out all the time. And your soul is becoming swole. So ungodliness won't fit no more. It won't fit anymore. Why? Because your soul's muscles are being built. You'll recognize ungodliness, you'll see ungodliness, and you will become, watch this, uncomfortable with it. See, our problem with ungodliness is our comfort with it. Because it fits so well. We like it so much. But when your soul gets swole, because you've been practicing Jesus' presence and bringing God to bear on everything. Let me tell you a problem we got. Problem we have. He says, he says, godliness is profitable for all things. You know what most people come into church for? Their blessing. They come to church for their blessing. They want more money, they want more power, they want more healing, they want more, it's just fine. They come to church for their blessing, but here's the problem. When you come to church for your blessing, but you don't care about being godly. In other words, I want my blessing, don't mess with my life. Just give me my blessing. And that is the problem in the church today. People who want to be blessed who don't equally want to be godly. Because he says, Godliness is profitable for your blessing, for all things. So the way to get blessing is to get godly, not to go after blessing. He says, if you go after godly, the all things profits that come your way are coming because you're godly. So the main reason you ought to be wanting to work out, wanting to grow, is so that you become more godly so God is free to give you more blessing. Because when you disconnect blessing from godliness, and don't see that godliness is the foundation of blessing, then you're asking God for something he's not free to give. And so we got all these people, I'm going after my blessing, who don't care about their godlessness, who want God to be comfortable with their godlessness because they still wear it well. It still seems to fit so well. God has a gym. This gym is operating in his presence. So this is more than having daily devotions or a Bible study, you know, that has its place. But this is abiding with him as a way of life. See, now you've left religion. When you're abiding with him as a way of life, based on his word and in regular communication with him, and you're bringing him to bear on all the good things happening all the time, all day, no longer allowing the doctrines of demons to dominate because you're operating on the basis of what the word of God says. So you're conforming your actions to what God says, not what demons teach. And you're bringing Jesus to bear, who is the enabler through the provision of the Holy Spirit in order to keep you moving. Then you begin to get swollen in your soul so that the ungodliness starts to feel uncomfortable. 
And that's the way you know you're growing. You know you're growing when ungodliness begins to become uncomfortable. When it begins to become irritated, when you can't wear it easily anymore. Because your soul is becoming swole. He tells them in verse 11 to prescribe and teach these things. Transfer it to others. You know, one of the best ways to keep up a workout program is to have a workout partner. Have a workout partner. You know why? Because a workout partner, if they're a good partner, won't accept the fact you want to stay in bed. Not when y'all were scheduled to meet. You mean to tell me I, I'm up, I'm getting dressed, I'm getting ready to get in my car to go to the gym, and we agreed to work out, you stand, you better get yourself up out of that bed. See, what a workout partner does is create accountability. That's why I told one sister, she said, how can I, what's the best way for me to grow? I said, help somebody else in their growth. He told Timothy, you're going to nourish yourself on the help you're giving other people. So one of the best ways you to grow, if you really want to grow, is not only bring God to bear in everything, but help God to be brought to bear in the lives of others, and you'll find yourself nourished in the process. That's why being connected is so important. If you really want to be godly, give God the opportunity to ride your back. Don't bump him off. Reject him. Bring him to bear on anything. Ride me, King Jesus. Ride me in this situation. Ride me in this crisis. Ride me on this job. Ride me with my money. Ride me in my circumstances. Because you said godliness is profitable for all things. So ride me to death so that I become useful. Dr. Tony Evans will come back to wrap up today's lesson in just a moment. But first, as we consider our study on the means to godliness, Tony wanted to make this important point about spiritual redemption and the role of grace in our lives. You only have two options to get to heaven. One, you can be as good as God. That's perfect. Because God is perfect and he only accepts perfection. But if you can't do it that way, he has another way. And that is grace. He will give you salvation free of charge by your accepting Jesus Christ as your personal savior. He will give you perfection and credit it to you. Learn more about what that means and why it's so important. Visit TonyEvans.org and follow the link that says Jesus. Tony's posted a video that explains God's plan of restoration, and you'll find some additional follow-up resources there as well. That's at TonyEvans.org. And while you're on the website, don't forget to take advantage of our current resource offer, Tony's Living as an Overcomer book, workbook, and Bible study DVD, plus all eight full-length audio messages from the Jesus Challenge series as well as the bonus downloadable audio messages from his current teaching series called In Pursuit of Godliness. This powerful, life-changing package of resources is yours with our thanks when you help us keep Tony's teaching on this station through your financial support. This is a limited-time offer, so don't wait. Visit us today at TonyEvans.org to make your request, or call us at 1-800-800-3222 and let one of our resource team members help you. That's 1-800-800-3222 or online at TonyEvans.org. And while you're there, you can also find information on joining Dr. Evans and other listeners on a revitalizing and uplifting cruise to the Mexican Riviera this coming November. Every day, we have the option to respond to our circumstances with either griping or gratitude. Well, tomorrow, Dr. Evans will explain why the choice we make affects much more than the way we feel. Right now, though, he's back with this closing thought. 
So here we are. You have all, if you've accepted Christ, have a membership in God's gym. The way you work out is to bring him to bear, Jesus, his practice, his presence all day, every day. Sometimes it'll be one minute. Sometimes it'll be five minutes. Sometimes it'll be extended. Sometimes it'll be 30 seconds. Sometimes you'll speak it. Sometimes you'll just think it. But he'll be brought to bear all day, all day and everything. He's, he's just all over the place. So now what you're doing is building a relationship and not just executing a religion because you're bringing him to bear. And then you, then you recite the biblical principle. You excite the biblical truth. You sanctify it with the word of God as you talk to him in prayer. And now he's everywhere. He's all over you. He's riding you. The Alternative with Dr. Tony Evans is brought to you by The Urban Alternative and is made possible by the generous contributions of listeners like you. 